Welcome everyone to another episode of the warm up. I'm here with the guys, man. It's me, Chris. Be humble. I got Kurchella who's in here for the eighth straight week, and also got Cam RL in the building. Say what's up to everyone who is tuned in to us today, to this evening, morning, wherever they're tuning in, wherever time they're tuning in. Say what's up, guys. Yo, what my bonus at? Bonus for what? <laughs> hey, you putting out stats out there, man. Eight straight weeks it sounds like a bonus to me. Oh yeah, yeah. You missed wow. the you missed the deadline. It was nine straight weeks if you and it expired last week, so sorry. <clears throat> you gotta wait till the next uh eight week cycle. So if you're here for eight following weeks, you good. You may then look in the mail. So we getting bonuses for doing the minimum now. <laughs> well I mean for him it's extra credit because I mean it's a struggle to do the minimum for him. Chris, don't be the man, man. You know what they say? Don't let the man keep you down. Right now, you're the man. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Yeah, we're trying to lift you up. We're trying to lift. We're trying to lift you up. We're trying to. We're trying to set the bar like hell for you. So I you can, understand. You know exactly. I understand your biggest challenge, and your biggest challenge is being here. But I'm here. Yeah, I know. That's why I yeah. said that's that's your challenge. That's your stretch goal. Hey, you know what? Let's go back to the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your, your <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, again, if this is your first time rocking with us, man, this is a place where we talk about sports, current events, and everything else in between through the lens of black culture. We're here every Tuesday, so check us out here if you're on YouTube. This is where we are. Check out our channel. Like, subscribe. Like the video. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit the notification bell so that you know when we get the new video drops. If you're not on the audio side, uh, on the video side, and you want to listen to us on the audio side, we do have the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Uh, well, your supplier, whoever your podcast supplier is, and uh, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Follow us on those platforms to engage with us. We're at Grindhouse NTWK, and also same thing for Reddit. Man, follow us there. And if you want to chit chat with us and you know get with the grassroots movement, man, we have we do have a Discord at Grindhouse Network, which is sociable as a public Discord. Uh, anything else, man, that I miss? I'm gonna just repeat that for them. That's is Grindhouse NTWK for all the social media handles. Grindhouse NTWK. Yeah, a little choppy moment there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's that karma coming back at you, man. All that hate you're screwing out. That's what happens. Instantaneous karma coming right back at you. Oh, okay. He said instantaneous. I don't know, man. <laughs> if that's the case, man, you better that's watch I'm over here like this. <laughs> Good thing I'm recording then, because you know what I'm saying? It was clean on my end, so I'm going to just leave it at that. So let's get right into it then you know we got the playoffs the play in have concluded and we're into the playoff first round and there's a lot of storylines that we picked up that's kind of been in the air so to speak man but we're going to focus on a few men and then we're going to talk about some of our favorite matchups in the first round so first thing man is you know this guy man arguably top five quarter i'm gonna say quarterback top five shooting guard of the nba man james harden he's been ever present in the nba for at least a good, you know, a 10, 13 years, you know, ever since he came out as a young scrap in the Oklahoma City, man, he made noise, and then he went off to Houston, and, you know, almost made it, you know what I'm saying, Golden State kind of stopped that, and then he, after that, he started, you know, traveling, he became a traveling man, so now he's in Philadelphia, you know, he wants his money, and he wants to chip, and he's with now 
arguably one of his best teammates ever with uh, Joel Embiid and you know MVP candidate they're in the East again they're number four in the Eastern uh, Conference and they're taking out the Raptors with ease but the question I want to get at man is James Harden man is this the most pressure arguably top five shooting guard of all time Pause, man. You keep saying that like it's like it's like it's written because stone, it's man. relevant. And you know it's not. It's man. relevant. It's relevant. I'm this is the most it's, it's, it's written somewhere, though. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll, start, opinion I'll, piece. I'll, I'll start with you, Kurt Chella. You said like you got a lot, a lot of opinions over there. We should just call you opinionated, Kurt Chella. And you don't want to throw out this opinionated uh, opinion. I said arguably that he's top five. Huh? I said arguably. He said arguably. He did. He did the so first time. At least the first time. He said, I don't know about the second first time. First time, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Dropped, he dropped it in there. You know, he's slick, man. In this uh, game he's was. slick. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's be real, man. Uh, Dave Moray. Uh, um, Moray, he traded for Ben Simmons. He traded Ben Simmons for Hart. This is the trade he wanted to do, apparently, for the whole time, man, because he had, in hindsight, better offers to unload Simmons and get a, a player better than what the Harden we're getting right now. So I say that to say, um, this is not the Houston Harden, right? And I think Philly fans, the sports media was wanting the Philly Harden to just flip that switch and start balling again, man. And going back to your comment, Chris, I love a role with Golden State. Houston killed themselves. They, no one told them to miss a gazillion three-pointers in that in that series to lose what was it game six or game seven which goes to another point even houston james harden could not rise to the occasion when the spotlight was shining on him the brightest i mean this guy this is a dude that let an 80 year old manu ginobili block his three-point shot okay <laughs> <laughs> he's on the record book really? letting the oldest man in the history of the game block his shot right so i say that Harden's a baller, offensive weapon with the old rules. Maybe the rules messed him up. Maybe he's still injured. Had me take a while to, to heal from. But if Philly goes to the chip or their progression through the playoffs, let's just stick with that. It's because of Embiid, of course, right? He's a cog. He's the center of gravity. And Maxi, Maxi. So I think what this trade did was really unlock Maxi. Harden, his defense has always been something to wish more from. But you gotta respect Harden's long ball. He on one leg, this dude can still shoot that three. He just can't get the space he once could before, right? So a defender has to stay on him. And because of his reputation, he can still pull some of that gravity towards his side of the court. Which unleashed Maxi is young, bruh. Spraying chicken out there. He's doing one man fast breaks. In the half-court offense, man, Maxwell has to shake one person instead of, like, half of the team when it's just him and Embiid because nobody else can do anything. So, I, I think that's the key to their the playoff series, man. I, I think if they're going to make it, um, and Harden's been doing good this last game. It's more facilitated right now. Let Embiid do his thing and let Maxi cook. I think that's their key to going anywhere. So, so you're saying but top five, no. Much pressure. Are you 
I just wanted to add that in. I'm sorry. Uh, so are you saying that there's no pressure on him then because they got Max yeah. and Embiid? Or are you saying that there's a lot of pressure? As far as the pressure, yeah, there's pressure on him. I, I was talking to Kev about this before. Um, this is the era of like super team of player building, players playing with friends or comfortable skills, right? I think there's a notion that there's a narrative out there that a lot of people don't like how he got out of Houston and how he got out of the Nets, right? This is the team that he chose. Uh, he chose the Nets. He chose Philly. Houston chose him. So if he doesn't win or doesn't do what he needs to do to at least get them to the chip, I think if he got to the chip, that would change the narrative a little bit. The same way he did for Chris Paul. Um, if he doesn't go, yeah, it's going to be a knock on his on on his resume. Um, but he has pressure, man, because all the Phillies championship hopes are riding on him. Not Embiid. Embiid's balling. Embiid's balling. He's not random Embiid, though. I mean, even 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 though he is balling, you're saying because he's balling, we take him for granted. So we're not relying on him anymore. Like I'm confused. He, good point. He does have the pressure, but Embiid's rising to the occasion. Because if you notice, all of the conversations on Harden, it's not on MB needs to do more. MB is giving it his all. So you're right. He does. I imagine he feels the pressure. There's pressure on him, but he's rising to the occasion. Harden, we have. He has that narrative that he does not rise to the occasion. Therefore, the, I would assume there's more pressure on him. Because if they fail, are we gonna blame MB? I don't know. Some people may blame Doc Rivers. We'll, we'll see. Uh-huh. Yeah, we see. Uh-huh. You gotta see. You gotta see how they fall. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who's lost more three-one leads in the playoffs than him? Hey. That's another thing too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, how am I gonna blame Harden though? Like, he just joined the team. If if if, if I may jump right in, yeah, like, he's a mid-season pickup. I understand that some sometimes we expect those to be a, a huge catalyst, but at the same time, my expectations aren't that high for for him coming in and just bam all of a sudden all on him now to get to get the chick he's coming in yes he should add that few he should he should take them up a notch to where they're competitive and they should be getting further but to say is is the pressure's only on him i can't i can't do that it's a dance it's like we got a tango like he's not the only one out there playing he has to integrate within the team the team gotta integrate him it's a two-way street so same way with the coaches and stuff everybody gotta be like this it can't be like me 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 do what i just drawn when i look like a unicorn like we gotta work together we gotta make it happen so there's gonna be pieces that have to be in place to where it can't just be him he just joined the organization like how can it be him even though i, I agree with this whole he picked his destination so if you're out there making these picks we expect some results from these picks but maybe you're just a bad GM like some of these other players out here and you just don't really know where you need to be and what you need to surround yourself with. That's a knock there, but um, James, he's a good player. His relevance has faded for me over time and I guess that's why I'm, I'm not having high high expectations and that's why I don't feel the pressure he, he may be under. But I, I hear Charles Barkley and those other guys, um, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith <laughs> Stephen A. Smith said he's under pressure to be relevant. I agree with that. You know, I agree that, with that. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's a conversation. This because 
to get a chip, you got to have, they say, a, a, a top 10 player, right? They got to be, the next one got to be a top 15 guy. It's like, it's hard now just a top 20 guy with his injury or decline, whatever it is. So, yeah, to be relevant, he's definitely not the Houston Harden. That's for sure. He's not the Houston Harden. He left, he left, he left it in Houston. All right, the club. Mm, Chris, uh, be humble. You got a lot of thoughts. Ah, uh, man. I, 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 <laughs> are we watching Please. the same James Harden? I mean, I mean, we just clearly just brisked over all the details. I mean, you guys kind of touched on it, you know. Oh, you know, he, he got there midseason. How did he get the midseason? By saying, hey, I don't want to be here no more. By taking games off in, in the Nets. By, you know, being apathetic in their losses. They're being, they're being blown out. Like, blown out losses. Nets have not looked really good when he was in his farm. You know, public. And I don't know if it was publicly or not, but he definitely criticized Kyrie. You know, he was out mm-hmm. here rocking the boat to get out of that situation. Yeah. And not only that, yes, he's also dictated where he wanted to go. And Philadelphia was one of his landing spots. He wasn't saying, oh, ship me off anywhere. He wasn't saying, send me off to Orlando. He didn't say, go send me off to Cleveland. Like, he wanted to go to a premier franchise where they had a legitimate chance of winning the championship. That's exactly what I think his criteria for moving to another, to, to, you know, for his trade negotiations, his criteria, whatever. So, this is not the first time we've seen this. Um, you know, I, you said Houston chose him. Houston didn't choose him. He chose Houston. He was a free agent when he left OKC. He left OKC. They gave him the best offer. But did he? But this is my point, right? He wanted to have things his way. He wanted the narrative set mm-hmm. in the way that is formulated in his mind that he will get the greatest benefit from. Whether that's just being just catered to 100%. Because the reason that he left OKC was be a difference of $8 million. Now, $8 million yeah. sound like a lot to me. But... You know, it, it ain't a lot to an NBA you, team. You know, <laughs> it, it, you know, eighty oh, versus life? yeah, eight, yeah, eighty versus seventy six or eight seventy two. Yeah, when you get to still play with arguably the second best player at the time in uh, Kevin Durant, or at least a rising star, you had a budding star in Russell, in, uh, I'm sorry, in Russell Westbrook. So, and you guys are already made it to the finals. Like, this is a young team who made it to the finals and lost to Miami Heat. To to leave that because you want your you want eight more million dollars that just says that just says a lot. Well, I, I, maybe I maybe I have the wrong the the numbers wrong, but it was a very small amount of money. Yeah, it was like five. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like five or eight mil. So um, and not and not a year. Yeah. This is total, like over the yeah. span of the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I'm I'm sure he could have probably made it up in endorsements or something, but that's fine. Whatever. He he's forced his way to Houston. He's he's had a hand in like y'all say LeBron is out here GMing. I want this guy. I want that guy. You know he signed off on Chris Paul. He signed off on Westbrook. He signed off on Carmelo. He signed off on D'Antoni. He signed off on a lot of players. Uh, yeah. yeah okay. So and he, he fought for D'Antoni several times Westbrook. too. Yes. Huh? He definitely he, he definitely signed off on Westbrook. Yeah. When Chris Paul was the best match for him. Yeah. Yeah. And so my thing is this, okay, you want you want to have the champions you want to be the championship player 
you want to have it done your way when you being the guy the most lauded guy not necessarily the best player the most lauded guy on the team and where people to cater to you and you've now done it at least twice you forced your way out of organizations and left you know some debris behind uh where people had to clean up so is there pressure on you now that they again in reinvested in you this new organization yes this is probably the yeah. most pressure he's ever been in i think at this point in time we talked about art i said it uh, look i'm not the only one you know what i'm saying i think it's common knowledge now arguably top five uh best no. shooting guard of all time this may not come who's, down who, who, who's, who's, who's the other four alan iverson Dwayne wade kobe bryant michael jordan So, alright, so you're telling me you, you got it, y'all, y'all got a team. Got a team built. Who's on the team? Irrelevant. You got one spot, shooting guard. You got two choices Harden or T Mac. Healthy Tracy McGrady. Who you picking? Did you just say healthy Tracy McGrady? Yes. Healthy, <laughs> yeah, healthy, healthy Harden. Yes, yes. Healthy Tracy McGrady to me is better than healthy James Harden. However, <laughs> we're talking about the, the tenure as an NBA player, and that actually takes into consideration injuries. They take into consideration your playoff results, and he really was not making it deep. And honestly, Houston Rockers were making it deeper without him, with him being injured. So they, you know, I, I have to take that into consideration. You know what I'm saying? So he's, when I say arguably top five, I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about the accomplishments and his put and his his contribution to whatever team in his era, oh. all that stuff. His production, yeah. Oh, in that case, in the Reggie. Reggie, what? Miller. So you saying Reggie Miller is a better is a better player than James Harden? You pick Reggie Miller. Oh, you ain't said about the list. Arguably the top five. Okay, so hold on. The, let's, the let's, so so who is so where's he at? And and okay, how about this? You tell me <laughs> you tell me five players better than James Harden historically. Shooting guard. I agree, I agree with everything you said. The fourth. <laughs> right? <clears throat> I was with Tracy. You did the whole the decade run, including injuries and all this stuff. Okay, I right, fine. Because Harden had a up until now Harden was freaking durable, even with his uh affinity for the nightlife. Um, but if I'm thinking about it, if I'm thinking about it, I would take, <laughs> based off your list, are you going to tell me that, uh, Ray Allen is worse than Harden? Yes. As far as what he, as far as what he's been able to contribute, he was a beast in, coming out of UConn. He was killing in Milwaukee. He was a different player in Milwaukee than he was in Boston Celtics and also Miami. Yeah, like we know he played defense. Yeah, yeah. and we played defense. But we've seen how far we've seen how far Ray Allen can get you as the main guy in Seattle and in Milwaukee. So James Harden can get you if James Harden gets you the rest of conference finals with Chris Paul with the point guy. So let's look at Ray. Uh, let's look at Ray Allen's teams back then. Milwaukee Bucks. Teams. That's a good argument. Yeah, he ain't have a, another Hall of Famer rolling with him. He was still the main guy. I understand. I understand what Harden you're saying. Harden was the main guy with the Hall of Famer who 
and Chris Paul is still balling. It's not like I uh, think that's Ray Allen on Miami. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer, but he was diminished. So, so tell me the best his the best teammate that Ray Allen had prior to Boston. Since 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 we're going there. Milwaukee, he had a oh big dog Glenn Robinson, right? Glenn Robinson, yeah. He had Ben Baker. He had a, yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam Cassell. A younger Cassell. Well, not no, he was older. He was Cassell older. Was older. It, was, it was after the Houston Rocket days. After but, the Houston Rocket, but yeah. he was still he was still impactful. He was still balling. He's not a Hall of Famer. He, none, of, none of those cats are Hall of Fame. True. That's 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 fine. So you telling me? Yeah. So you so you so you got okay. So in conclusion, you got Ray Allen. Better than James Harden. I just want to make sure no. you have this on on wax. Cause no, you... my answer, my answer. <laughs> criteria. If I had to pick, if I had to pick, it's Tracy. I would definitely pick Tracy over uh, Harden. But when you did the decade run, I have to acknowledge Tracy's body just was not able to hold up to the rigors of the game, unfortunately, for him and for the fans. Uh, so with that, I'm looking at the totality impact on the team. Uh, what they can do, all this, that, and the third. Harden, Ray in today's game will be a killer. And Ray plays defense. Ray Ray can handle the rock. So he kind of kind of played in today's era a little bit. (laughs) Older now, yeah. The prime Ray was in today's era. So, so in conclusion, is Tracy McGrady or Ray Allen? It's Tracy, it's Tracy McGrady, but based off your criteria, was your best Batman? I think you could, you could argue the Tracy. Chris Paul thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I would argue the Chris Paul thing. I mean, yeah. again, it's a, it's that's, a that's that's a fair point. But like I said, even even Tracy McGrady played with the Hall of Famer Yao Ming. All right, true, but All in right. big games, <laughs> Tracy showed up. Easy, big games. the Spurs championship run that year, man. Harden is not hitting pressure shots. Ray when, Allen. When, when everything comes down to it, Harden is not going to win you that game. Ray Allen would take that shot and make that shot. Well, Ray Allen's role was different. He wasn't the guy. He wasn't the go-to guy. He was a cog and a wheel in a production team, in a productive team. So, yeah, if, if you make James Harden the fifth option behind LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, yeah, well, let's go back to the Boston years. Let's go back to the Boston years. Man. Even he, then, he, he was a second. He wasn't. He wasn't even a second. He was third. It was. It was Paul. Well, he Pierce's, was second. Was, KG was. KG was third. It was Paul Pierce's team, and it was. And KG was. Was a, defense. He. It was defense. He was also averaging over oh, twenty uh, points yeah. again. Yeah, he was averaging over twenty. Yep. Yep. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. Google that. Oh, look it up. He was easy. He was easy doing that. He was getting these baseline shots, those jumpers. He yeah, he was a mid-range killer. No, I'm not saying he wasn't mm-hmm. part of it, mm-hmm. but Ray Allen was the second option. And Ray Allen was not the second uh, option. No, Ray Allen was not the second option. Ray he Allen was really the third struggling. Option. You had, what, you, were you watching it? Were you watching the games? No, he you wasn't. Remember? Yes, Ray Hey, hey, nah. hey, I told you he wasn't nah. watching basketball until 2015 when the Warriors went we, to the we, championship. We, we are the pocket, you know, though. We all, we talking about Celtics, no. We said, said bring it back to James, though. See, <laughs> but, yeah, we over, we over off the, yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> back, back to the legacy thing. Um, Oh, no, the pressure. 
Yes, he's feeling pressure. I think I'm adding legacy to it. I don't think if he doesn't go, it's not going to hurt his legacy. Because kind of like what Kev said, unfortunately, it's kind of written. We have to do a lot to change it. Because um, he's regarded as a great regular season player now and not a pressure player. <sighs> yeah. But as far as the pressure now, yeah, it's, it's definitely on my mind. I'm with you, Chris. I like your analysis on it. Yeah, I I would have to agree on the pressure being there. It's probably the biggest. I think this is going to be a very like telltale sign, if or more indefinite results of saying, "Hey, this guy is not necessarily a top five player anymore." Like if he if they get out before the Eastern Conference Finals and they fall short of that, because like this is the best teammate he's ever had. He is one of the best coaches he's ever had. There's nothing really more you can do to, you know, basically submit yourself as a very top tier player. He's a like, well, he beat just relegated to a very good offensive. I think he's. Player. I think he could if they because we'll talk about this later. I'm sure. Philly doesn't have any depth, right? Um, I think if next year they they fix, they fix their bench. Expand the bench and say he wins the chip. I think that'll do something to change his okay, character. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm saying, man, it's still it's still a short time, a short a short turnaround to get everything taken on the right cylinder like we expected it to. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 curious if James Harden plays well and they still don't make it to the chip, is it still on him? Like, <laughs> what, are, what, what what are we looking for here? Like, if he plays well steps up but they still fall short for whatever reason um because there are there are four other players in the court with him he's not the only one out there mm-hmm. like, what, what, like what do we do then is, is, is it just about Philly winning the chip or not or are we watching to see how he's out there performing we're, we're looking to see how he performs i i, I think we go ahead go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say i think uh because yeah like you said there's many ways there's we there's many ways to lose a game and there's only a few ways to win a game, and everything has to go right. I think at the end of the day, what we've seen from him in the past is him checking out. What we've seen him in the past mm. is him making yeah. bad decisions. What we've seen him in the past is become apathetic, and he's never done anything to like dig deep and show like he's giving it like his all. Like we know Westbrook ever since he left uh, OKC or ever since KD left him. Uh, in OKC, he hasn't been outside the first round, or in, I guess in this case, he never made it to the playoffs this season. But we can always respect Russ for giving it his all. We never say that he's short of the game. True. So, you know, we understand that dynamic, and we understand that like there's other people who like Kawhi, who's like, oh, I was just tired. That's why I, I, I did. Or Paul George, I was in a dark place. Like people really look at that as a invaluable trait, and that actually is a determining factor of like for a lot of people on whether they sway with to the respect side or to like the I right, like you you're not really about you're not trying to win you don't have that yeah, yeah. yep yeah I, i'm with you i was gonna say the chip i think people still talk about that him not getting the chip but if he's not going out like and we'll talk about this scene later like utah hasn't made it but I don't hear people saying it's because of Donovan. You might have a few. You know, mm. People always hate on the hate is wide, right? <laughs> but you know, Donovan goes out swinging every year, mm-hmm. and you can't say that he didn't try. Like this dude wanted to come out there and play on one leg, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Harden, he 
literally he'll be in the game and you look at the box score it's like <laughs> this is big boy like you think the printer ran out of ink sometimes yeah. uh, so I was going to say the chip but yeah bearing yeah Harden's going to have to like just ball out and, and they lose for people to be like okay he tried mm-hmm. okay So yeah, man. I know we'll see. We keep an eye on it because you know Philadelphia has a big spotlight right now. And I mean, amongst mm-hmm. other things, there's a lot of storylines, a lot of spotlights on a lot of people. Uh, so we're gonna talk about the next one, man. Utah Jazz. Um, actually, you know, of all the spotlights, this is probably one of the smaller ones. No one really cares about the Utah Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> like meaning, like you, you just said it. Like no one's really talking about the Utah Jazz. Um, but they've been made. They've been in the playoffs for at least three straight years. I want to say four to six straight years. They've always retooled and gotten a little bit better. They've traded Ricky Rubio for Mike Conley. They got Donovan Mitchell, who is a freaking, you know, elite uh, shooting guard right now. And he's actually a budding star. Uh, yes, he is. Budding superstar, actually. Uh, you got Rudy Gobert, who is Defensive Player of the Year nominee almost every year. And, you know, Bogdanovich is a knockdown guy. Royce O'Neal, he's there. I don't know. He's kind of like the wishbone of Bone Thugs and Harmony. And, you know, you got you just got a good cast of characters, essentially, that is always just in the mix. You got Quinn Snyder, he's a respected coach. But they never get anywhere. I never pass the, first, the second round, I can tell you that much. Um, so, let's say, you know, they're, they're number five right now. They're playing against the Dallas Mavericks. They just dropped their first game, so it's tied 1-1. And this is without Luka. I mean, Dallas is a good team, though, but... It's the playoffs, man. So, the question with this is, you know, should they fall short of the first or second? Like, let's just say they don't get past the, the second round. So, they don't make it to the rest of the conference finals. If that's the case, is this the last dance for Utah? Is it time to blow the team up? Kev, I'll, I'll start with you, man. You know, we like to blow the team up around here. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm looking at the team, right? I'm trying to like, who's what does blowing up look like? They got so 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 many good players. You mentioned a few of them already. We have Jordan Clarkson, which you um forgot to mention, but yeah, yeah. And I'm like Mike Conley. You know, mid range game is tight. It'll be time to make a shakeup. You have to do something. I know we're talking about Rudy Gobert. I know he gets a lot of hate sometimes, or you know, undeserved, but. I don't see how they can move forward continuing with the same lineup if it's not getting them any traction. Yeah. D. Mitchell, he isn't going anywhere. Like you mentioned, he's a budding superstar. That's hands down. If yeah. you want to argue that, please put it in the comment section. <laughs> Let us know what, why you think he's not. Yeah. I know Shaq came at him one time, like with all that fire and all that heat. Like, yo, man, we can't. They say you can't make it to the to the thing without with you. Mm-hmm. And, he handled that situation very nicely, I believe, and he, he had a good season, and I hope that carries over into the to the playoffs. Tough start in the beginning, losing to Dallas, but if they don't make it out the first round, even against a good team like Dallas, you still have to question if we have the right pieces. Are we, are we working with the right pieces? Yep. I don't see how you can continue with those same things. You can't be insane now, doing the same thing over and over and expect different results. So, something has to change. But I, w- I wouldn't want to get rid of some of these uh, like Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, they are guards, which is kind of sad. <laughs> but I, w- I wouldn't want to get rid of them. Yeah. So, and they're all point guards too. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, Mitch is a shooting guard, but he can play point. Yeah, he, he's he a ball handler. Point. Yeah, he's a ball handler. Yeah. So. so they gotta do something, man. But what position and, and, and who they bring in in order to change whatever is wrong? Because I can't really see what's wrong. I'll be honest, man. Right? My, my analytics skills ain't working with Jazz. I just can't see what's the gap. They just seem to not get over that hump. Just lose. I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead, Kurt. I know you got something to say. Uh, I know he was injured when they when they traded him, man. But they're missing Uncle Joe, man. They're missing Uncle Joe. Uh, especially when he was healthy, man, he was another facilitator because Mitchell is a score first person. He gets the ball, he's trying to kill you, right? He's trying to put the ball in the basket. Joe was a facilitator. He took some of that pressure off of Mitch. He got Rudy involved. And I'm looking at the salary cap, man. They have two max contracts right now with Mitchell, deservedly, and Rudy, who a lot of people debate if Shaq was the number one. Shaq was the number one cat. How do you get a max contract? You average like 11 points a game. Mm-hmm. They paid Rudy because of his defensive prowess, right? And when we talked about the Jazz before, it's like they have everything, but they're missing something. It's like I equated to you have a friend who has everything. The birthday comes around, like, what do I get you? I don't, because you have everything, right? Yeah. Um, the Jazz are miss, missing perimeter defense. Rudy cleans up. Rudy is like the giant uh, eraser back there in the paint. They're missing perimeter defense because you got Bogdanovich, who tries to hold his own. Conley and Mitch are small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who else is out in the perimeter? Royce is okay, but he's not a lockdown guy, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be the missing piece. I don't think they need more offense. They need a perimeter guy who can make their man stick to him, a league average three-point shooter. Who could pass the ball? Not a superstar, league average. This is a league average cat who has slightly better than league average defense. That's what they need. Now, question is, how do you get that? Because money's tight. And to your question, Chris, I don't think, not. Nah, don't, don't blow it up. They have a good foundation. But you can do a lot if you get, if you, Get rid of one of those max contracts, and you know which one you get rid of, right? It's it's, it's gonna be Rudy. Like I watch, I'm telling y'all, I, I watch. So the Jazz offense went through the roof, right? And there's this tweet floating around that Donovan Mitchell only passes the ball to Rudy two times a game. Since they've reduced the amounts of time that Rudy gets the ball, the offense has started to soar. Rudy has come a long way in his development, but he still has like this sometimes awkward motions in this game, right? I looked at a 10-minute clip of Rudy getting the ball in the paint where an NBA-caliber person would be able to finish, but it doesn't happen for Rudy. Offense is not his game. Can you name another center in the league now that's getting a max contract just for playing defense? Uh, Good question. You know, I got to think about all the centers. First of all, and then max contracts. <laughs> the Suns haven't even paid. There's not many yet. of them. Yeah. And Aiden has a much better offensive game than Rudy. Oh, come on. Come on, man. That's not even. It's not, but the Suns haven't given his max contract. No, they, they, they like. Actually, he's about to get it, though. They, 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 they oh, did shaft him on that, but he's he, he about to get it, though. Yeah. In fact, I'm trying to think of a max contract center not named Embiid or Jokic. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know of any mm-hmm. uh, to be honest with you. Off the top of my head. I'm so off the top of my head, Utah is saying that Rudy Gobert is the third best center in the NBA. That he's on par with Embiid and Jokic. Now, defense do holds it down. But they need somebody more versatile in that spot, man. Because on on offense, you're playing four and five. So, good point. You know, I can see that progressing the thought on you know, why Rudy Gobert is the one to go. The yeah, man. Look, look I I like Don. I like you know Mike Conley's my guy. Rudy Gay, he's a solid veteran coming off the bench. And Rudy Gobert, I can give him respect even though, you know, yeah, he's kind of a one to two dimensional, one and, one and a half. He's a one and a half dimensional player. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's a good pick and throw to the basket, get your alley-oop. Oh, that actually gives me a good answer for your question. Clint Capella got the max contract in uh, yeah. Houston. And then they traded him a season or two later to the Atlanta Hawks. So yeah. So it's the time to let this team go, man. I think so. I think look, man, I they have everything on paper that looks good. <laughs> including the the venue in Utah is cold. You know what I mean? People don't like the cold. I think the elevation is a little bit higher. It's not Denver. It's not Mount High, but it's up there. So you got that. You have, I mean, at this point, you have D-Wade as a minority owner, so you can get that first uh, first round access to get access to a, a in, NBA legend, pretty much, a Hall of Famer, a future Hall of Famer, if he's not already in there. You have Mike Conley. He's a veteran. He knows he's battle tested he knows how to play in the playoffs he hasn't really they have not really gotten this guy unlocked uh since mm-hmm. he's gotten to utah so that's a that's a thing that's probably a coaching thing mm, rudy gobert yeah he is what he is obviously he's overpaid but this is the thing about that i understand what you're saying mike Conley was in the same predicament man he or at least with the green memphis grizzlies he was a free agent and he was a valuable asset and you know, he probably wasn't the best point guard in the NBA. He wasn't uh, Chris Paul, but he was the that you could not replace him at the time. And the way that free agency worked, if there's no one you can replace, your key asset that you're gonna lose, you gotta resign him. And if the numbers look right and the the leverage is there, sometimes it's about what the market is. You know, what market you you are in. And at the time, they followed in the market where there ain't no centers out there. So, guess what? Rudy, Go get, get, Rudy Gobert gets the max contract because that's how the market works. So, I get you. I get what I like, you're saying. I like that. I, I, I like that. I like how you compare it to Memphis because they're two small market teams. Yep. So, with the answer for Utah, would it be because this area of Memphis is too young? Um, I think their aspirations are definitely higher. It's kind of like grit and grind in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Utah should pivot and just become the grit and grind Memphis? Not in play style, but as far as the goal for the end of the year. Hey, if we make it in the middle of the playoffs before we get knocked out, that's a success. Because I'm i pretty sure outside of Memphis, I don't know if people really, really consider the grit and grind era 
uh, Memphis as title contenders. They definitely that's that's gonna be a tough out for yeah. sure. Uh, so maybe that's Utah's thing because Memphis skill GM, you got Ja, you got all these young guys coming up now, and they did that by getting rid of uh, Gasol, Gasol, and Ja Morant, right? Yeah. Um, you mean Conley? Yeah, Conley. Conley and Conley and Tony. Yeah. So the whole era. So should Utah just pivot and be like that now? So my to answer your question directly, I think that they should be looking for ways to retool and maybe get, yeah, maybe get some stuff off the books, maybe start to trade, get some draft picks, start to rebuild in a very marginal way. You could probably get rid of, you could probably get rid of Gobert for some picks or something like that. And it'll be a transition over time. So like like what you said with the Grizzlies, it was a transition over time. They first got rid of yeah. Tony Allen, then they they moved Zebo to the bench. They then they got rid of Gasol, and then it was Zebo and Conley, but Conley was injured. So yeah, but they gave they gave a lot of the younger people time to play. So like Dylan Brooks and you know players like that. And it was only when we got the second round pick and we knew Ja was on the board. We were okay with letting go of Conley, so this kind of it was a very yeah. slow transition. Yeah, I, I I would be okay with them doing that. I think if they keep, you know, you obviously you keep the skeleton crew. The skeleton crew is basically Don Mitchell, <laughs> and that's pretty much. I mean, honestly, you could probably get rid of Mike Conley at this point because you like they're not they're not doing anything. They're not they're not making it deeper than the playoffs than they would if they had Ricky Rubio. But they have a better mm. offense. They have the most threes made each like second season in a row, I believe. Last year, I know they were number one seeded, and now they were number one. But you know, even back then, I was thinking, yeah, that's great, but they're not scary. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. not scary like when Golden State had it, and when Houston was raining threes. Houston was scary. Like I'm like, man, they get a four game run in a series. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Utah mm-hmm. never. I was never like. I said, okay, great. They're number one in threes. Mm, yeah, they were playing good basketball. They were playing good basketball. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I, but they weren't. To me, they weren't scary. <laughs> and they, like, yeah, I, I just didn't see them getting a four-game streak together to win the series. Yeah, and they had a couple of um, double-digit winning streaks in that season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was it was interesting. I, I felt like they had everything that they would have needed, at least on paper and in the season, in practice, essentially, to make a deep run. You know. They just they couldn't get past the the Mavericks or was it the Clippers? I think it was the Clippers. Um, the Clippers put them out. Yeah, they had to give. Them, yeah, the they got past the Grizzlies and then they lost. They dropped the game to the Grizzlies and then they lost in the yeah. second round. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, I will keep I will keep Don Mitchell retool around him. Keep Jordan Clarkson is you know a good spark off the bench. Everyone else is expendable. And again, it could be a it could be a slow transition. You may not even they may not even leave the uh, or you know get out of the playoffs, or maybe they'll just miss the playoffs one season. But that's okay. I, I, I disagree with the slow transition because if we're comparing it to I think it's still comparing it to Memphis, right? You were dealing with the older Conley. You're dealing with Mitchell, who is Conley like don't that grit and grind era guys. 
they love Memphis. And I would think there's something about Memphis to love. You know, I compare it like to Oakland. I don't hear people talking about Salt Lake like that, right? So I think it has to be a quicker transition because you don't want to lose Mitch. Because you know once a star turns, he can go. So I would envision it something quicker like how Portland is doing. Like <laughs> Portland is <laughs> everything they can to lose. Right, <laughs> everything they can. Like, <laughs> hey, that dude's playing too good. Give him like some fake injury. Put him on the bench. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? We need this lottery pick. You got to do something quick, and and they're doing that with the older Dame, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that would be more ideal way. I'm trying to think of a team that successfully done that with a young star. Um, with a young star, they're coming. Yeah, youngish. Uh, good question. Usually, if, you, if you're a young star, it's because your team was already in the lottery. <laughs> and you didn't yeah, have much. Yeah, so a team that was good, that went back. You know what? Uh, going back to Kobe, L.A. after Shaq left. So I'm thinking about a star that had success early. Mm-hmm. Little, sucked, and then had better years later on. Yeah. And so, L.A., but... But look at look at those yeah, two they years. They got lucky that, with that Gasol trade. Yeah, I mean they didn't get lucky. Actually, it worked out for both sides because I think they they traded Gasol for Gasol because Mark Gasol was on was under contract with LA. And to be honest, Memphis wanted to get rid of of Pau Gasol. We was tired of him to be honest with you because he was he was playing in a fashion that wasn't favorable to the crowd. Meaning he was basically kind of crying all the time when he gets touched and we was at hell like bro you gotta toughen up bro we, look I'm, yeah it's Memphis yeah, yeah. So, um but what happened with uh, Kobe like what, just to give you some just to provide insight right what happened with Memphis I'm sorry with LA was you know they didn't have nobody they had uh, uh who's the guy who like Chris Brown Shannon uh, Brown uh, Shannon Brown, they had Shannon Brown. I don't think they even uh, had Lamar. Smush, yeah. They had Smush Parker, Smush. the famous Smush Parker. They had oh, Kwame Brown. Man, I don't yeah, remember that team. With the hair, man. Man, no, 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 like, Yo. Yeah, I wasn't Bear, you, Bear, Bear job, Not Bear job. Bear, there was another Booya chick or something. Yeah. I remember some 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 dude. Yeah. So, I mean, this team was not favorable. Like, this team was, yeah. like, they dumped everything <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you're saying that like dump everything set for Don- donovan mitchell just so you can get that return in two years okay that's fine but it's gonna they're gonna I, be out for two years but what, 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 what you hope to get though so we talked about going fast or slow given that we've also talked about them looking really good on paper what would you hope to get like what would you hope to change we just hope to catch that piece that has that extra something that changes the dynamic because we talked about wing defending um defending in the perimeter but what other gaps and holes you can see that you can just say, let me scrap what I have and bring all these new people in. And then what gaps would you continue to have? Like with Conley leaving, then you don't have any veterans present. Not that we've seen the benefit of that right now. But you're going to lose some things. Mm-hmm. You won't necessarily fill those things back. And you would hope to get some things that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. Right? What would be those things? What would be those things you would get that you don't have right now through either a quick or slow approach? And then, how would you deal with the things that you would have lost, like the like the veterans or defense in in, in the paint? My answer is short because it's a small market. They got to go through the draft, 
and the players they get from the league are going to be support players. The, Utah is not going to trade for a star. Yeah. A free agent is not going to come to Utah. So they got to draft the next star, hopefully get the lottery or somewhere close, and then fill out with free agents for like uh, support players. Yeah. Uh, to I don't know exactly. Yeah, slow or fast. You know, I don't know which one's better. But I do think what's missing, I mean, I can tell you what it is. It's not on paper, but I can tell you they're missing some heart. They, they don't have any, they don't have a heart of the team right now. Who's the heart of the team? Don Mitchell. But, he Mitch, yeah. but there's no, there's not a veteran who is putting their fingerprints on the culture of the team. Like Pat Bev. Pat Bev. <laughs> like Jay Crowder. Pat Bev. Yeah, like like uh, uh, what's that guy's name? We always say Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is always Jay Crowder. Oh man, I love, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. So Chris Paul, Chris Paul. Like there are players who, when they are on the team, they demand a certain level. I mean Draymond Green. They demand they demand a certain level yeah. of commitment. And you yeah. know if you're gonna do if you're gonna half step, they're gonna call you out. Jimmy Butler, like. Haslam. Pat Riley. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole so, piece. Hey, where are you going to get that? You, you can't get out of the draft, though, right? You're going to have to get that in the league. Yeah, some of that, well, yeah, well, because it's veteran. Shit, but. I, 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 there's always like that lightning in the bottle uh, because Anthony Edwards. True. Granted, Pat Bev is there, right? Can't take that away. But Anthony Swagger, man. Bruh. He's funny. Look he's Pat. Look how Cat's playing. This is. This, if, if uh, Butler had this cat, he might still be there. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I think that is credit to Pat Bev because I think what they did was they challenged Ant to play defense. I, I don't think he was committed to defense. I think he mentioned that, you know, they challenged him to play defense, and now he's taking on more of a just, you know, a hard-nosed, Role. I mean, he's a he's a big guy. Y'all see Ant like the dude. He is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, he's he's massive, man. So, he's a big dude. You know that that challenge I think is just what kind of ignited D'Angelo. He's still D'Angelo. He's just gonna come come down. He's gonna hit. He's gonna hit these floaters. He's gonna never play too fast. He's gonna play too slow. And he's gonna always be even kill. Cat. You know. Again, he's shaky. But when he's not shaking, but his, his highs are high. Yeah, I say when he's not shaking, he's the yeah, he's best the most player talented on the court. Cat, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll yeah we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think a lot of that is just you know, you could probably find a good veteran who's willing to kind of like stick around and teach guys. You know what I mean? But they are few and far between as well. So, because they usually. <laughs> Under contract, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, look at what Iggy did for Memphis, man. And look how he unlocked all man, those. Guys, what he did man, for Memphis, Miami, man. Mm, what he's yeah. doing for the state right I'm, now. I'm sorry. I'm this sorry. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry. What did he do for Memphis? What did he do for Memphis? All, all that good stuff. What he, so what's what he do outside of make us finding someone else to boo? Hey, I don't listen. know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, Memphis was like a mediocrity. He got there, and then he turned. Listen, he got those cats focused, man. Wow. Okay. I want you to uh, write a nice letter to John Morant on Twitter and tell him how you feel. And Dylan Brooks, go ahead, CC Dylan Brooks as well, and say, no, no, "Hey, I want you to personally thank publicly Iguodala wow. for unlocking you guys." 
No, I'm, I, no, I don't want to distract them. They'll focus, man. They got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> oh, okay. That's oh. fine. That's fine. I'll just take that clip and I'm going to just put it in the video for Memphis Grizzlies. And then say, this is his Instagram is. <laughs> if you have any comments, go after him. Uh, so. Hey, I wouldn't mind eating in the locker room. So I'm, I'll take it. Okay. All right. I don't think he was even in the locker room. I don't think he knew where the, where the address was for the meeting. <laughs> Details. Okay. Nobody cares about this stuff. Hey, let's keep it coming. This is not going. about your head. with hate, Chris. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we move on, man. Uh, I will. We will circle back to that. So. <laughs> first round, first round is here, and we're deep in the middle of it, man. We got all of the stars who have come out, except for LeBron James, and yeah, it's man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's LeBron. I mean, look, LeBron's the one who chose to miss that, so he, he should have wheeled his team into prosperity. Okay. <laughs> he was barely the score leader at age fifty-seven. Hey, 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 he was, he was, hey, he was, he was very close. Hey, yeah, he was. He he, he ran out of will. There was no more will to give. I don't know, man. He, he ran out of game. He ran out of games because <laughs> they they adjusted it. They adjusted it for the fact that he didn't play fifty-eight games. He played fifty-six. So they divided his total points by the fifty-eight instead of fifty-six. Mm. If he said he played two more games, man. Maybe maybe he should have uh I heard he's a GM. Maybe he should have GM while he was sitting I mean... there injured. But anyway, yeah, what's the next topic? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> most exciting man first round matchups, man. We got eight matchups, man, and most of them are really good. You know, we got the Nets and the Seas, we got the Grizzlies and the T Wolves. We got uh the 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 but butler and and Trey out here facing up, you know what I'm saying, body checking each other and all that, man. Y'all tell me, man, what's y'all most exciting matchup to actually, that you want to see in the first round? And not Golden State Warriors. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. Troy up one time. Wow, that's, that's really... That's, 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 okay. not, that's, not, that's not exciting. That's not exciting. Because, because it's a given. It's not exciting. Because it's a given, right? No, no. Because, because it's a given. Because I mean, it's not. It's not going to be chippy. It's not. There's no. What's you talking about? Yeah, Joker, the Warriors Nuggets games are always pretty good to watch, even during the season. Like, Joker, what are you talking about? Hey, Joker those games are always fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I'll let y'all. I'll let y'all put it back on the the, the board. Then, if y'all want to talk about the Golden State Warriors, go for it. Yeah. I mean, we could just put it up there as a given. So that we don't have to mention it. So as a given, the Warriors Nuggets are a very exciting series for us to want to watch. So let's chalk it up there. for two for two out of three people here. Exactly. I don't know. For some reason, you don't like good basketball. Like, what's up with you? Like, I, I, I love good basketball. And, and who? And, and who? But the Warriors like passes like the whole since they had in their shots last game. It was ridiculous. It was just like. Dude, I've seen that somebody shot, Curry got the rebound. Outlet to pass it to the top of the key to Draymond. Curry did the magicians relocate. <laughs> Joker was still underneath. He was checking Curry. <laughs> Joker didn't even know the dude left. By the time he looked back, Draymond gave it back to him wet. Like fun. Fun. Ball with the head watching watching the Joker navigate this stuff. With oh, yeah. Will Barton trying to help him out, but he, he's they're missing two of their stars. And watching Joker navigate and still be like a beast. Come on, man. 
never sped oh, up, okay. plays his own game, just hey. just dominates in a way that you're like, who, who's this guy? Oh wow! So okay. all right. on sounds... both sides, man, it's, it's fun things to watch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else you guys want to add on there? Or is that is that your most exciting? I, I know we got on a tangent. Yeah. I don't know if that, that that's West. That's the West. We can add that one. That's again. That's a given. I'm I'm gonna throw in the Minnesota, uh, Memphis. I think that's 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 up there from the West side as well. Mm-hmm. And I like them because both of the teams are like Chris on my chippy. Those are two chippy teams, man. Like, whoo, yeah. But I, I like it because the characters in the, the the players, the personalities. But as far as the series goes, it, we'll see. Okay, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, uh, Kurtzella? No, uh, all you just. Gonna I cut Kev off. I cut Kev off. Oh, okay. So, you good? You good? What you got in the uh, East? Oh man, listen, listen, Boston's like deep, the bone marrow, like it's like it's a rich. The hate for Kyrie is immense, bro. So the Nets and the Celtics, loving every minute of it, man. I'm loving every freaking minute of it, man. That is wow because the Celtics they just they flip the switch. After All Star, I think there were statistics out there that they were like the best team in basketball, well, second best behind Phoenix after the All Star break, right? Best in the East. So watching them go at it and the C's have—I mean, Jalen Tatum—you could put them on a uh, freaking um, Durant and it's Smart. He can get under Kyrie's skin. You know what I'm saying? Like they got a squad. So I like that. I like the narrative. I like the back and forth. We know how playoff Durant can get. It's, yo, Ramadan Kyrie is activated. I'm liking all this stuff, man. Chris, I want to hear you. Oh, I want man. you to stir up the pot. Man, yes. look, no, you know what? Actually, the to, this is probably one of the few years or probably one of the most recent years in a long time where the Eastern Conference is way more exciting than the Western Conference. <laughs> like, outside of the Memphis Grizzlies and the T-Wolves, because I just, I just knew there was going to be a battle because they're both young, they're both feisty. It's the first yeah. time. Like, they, like, they're fighting for scraps. Like, they feel like they're fighting for scraps they've never been in before. And, yeah. you know, experience or no, like, it don't matter. Like, throw all that out the window. We're just going to see who's going to ball out the most. And they still talking trash. You know what I mean? Cats, father, I'm sorry, Ant's father and uh, Jaws' father out here talking trash. Like it's, yeah. it's such a fun thing, but I mean, it's it's fun, but it's like respectful. So I kind of I kind of yeah. appreciate that and stuff. So it's going to be chippy. It's only going to get cheapier because I mean, you got Dylan Brooks on one side, you got Pat Bev on the other side. Like it, you got Ja Morant who's going to say something. He's going to be flexing. You're going to have Ant going to be flexing. You're going to have Cat going to be saying something crazy. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have Trip out here saying something crazy. So you just going it, to. It's it's such a fun. To me, that's the most exciting because it's the most fun. It's the most narratives, yep. the most stories. It's the most drama, and you know, again, whoever wins, you know, hopefully it's the Grizzlies. But I mean, I know there's some people who think, you know, T Wolves may have a chance, and it'll be really a shame if uh, Memphis get knocked out in the second, you know, in the first round, being a number two seed. But you know, at the end of the day, I know it's going to be all respect, it's going to be all love, but. Yeah, I mean, that could be something. I mean, we, we got two future superstars in the making. This could be a beginning of a rivalry. Oh, yeah. Come, yeah. yeah. These two teams stay the way they are. Yeah. 
So to me, that's the most exciting one. And then the East, yeah, man, C's in Boston. I mean, come on, Kyrie in Boston. Like, yeah. as rabid as those fans are, like, the only thing better would have been, you know what I'm saying, uh, the Nets um, in in Philly. That would have been the only thing better. And Ben yeah, Simmons, and ben Simmons awesome. actually playing. And Ben Simmons playing, yeah. Hey, with, with Doc playing Hacker Simmons. Yeah. And, and then saying, hey, I don't know they can win with them. <laughs> they're gonna be asking him questions like that's it, man. But but the ESA conference they have, um, you know, Miami Heat and you know Butler and uh, Trey Young getting in each other's faces. They got the Raptors and the the 76ers being scrappy. They both got like technical fouls and beat and uh, I forget the other guy's name. Steph with the A. And you know, I mean. Bucks is going to win the, the Bulls game. I'm not even going to talk about that. But, you know what I'm saying? Everything's cheaper on the east side. And I, I'm excited oh. for for all of that. But, um, you got, uh, not I'm surprised you left out. out. Huh? Yeah. They're getting blowed out. They're getting blowed out. Yeah. They are getting blowed out. But, like I said, they're fighting and they're being scrappy. And like I said, they're, <laughs> yes, pull, they they're pulling on, they're pulling on MB and they're pushing down Max. Like, they're trying. You know what I mean? They're trying. They doing everything they can. Um, I hope B makes it out there without an injury, man. Um, surprised you mentioned the Jazz and the Mavs, man, because the Mavericks won without their star, and the Jazz are healthy. That's why it's not exciting. Exactly, <laughs> because for those is, same reasons. So, so this is the thing, you know, with Dallas, our Dallas has been known as the comeback warriors. Like they always wait until the third or fourth quarter. With Luca. With, with or without Luka, because it's not the offense it's so country. much. It's really, yeah, it's really more so the defense. And what kid is yeah, yeah. You know, once the defense kicks in, I feel like they kind of just take their time and then be like, all right, like, let's play this. We made it, we made it interesting enough for downtown. Let's actually go ahead and pull it out. And it's not even just Luka. I mean, you got Dan Whitty who's knocking down shots. Uh, Jalen Bronson is killing. He's almost like the new JJ Barea essentially. And. I mean, yeah, Luca is a star. Like he's the star of the show, but it's, it's the supporting cast is really just like, it's, again, they're a young team, so they're just gonna want to play and be hungry all the time anyway. So they just got that energy and, to get up and get down, you know. And Spencer, picking up Spencer Dinwiddie was massive Priceless. for them. Priceless, yeah. For for, for Porzingis, bro. Right. Ten times out of right. ten, I'll make that trade. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I got a quick question for you, Chris. Who, who do you think would make it further <clears throat> out of the Memphis, Minnesota? So, given whoever wins, who will make it further in the playoffs? It would it be Memphis at the number two seed of Minnesota and the number seven going deeper? They would have to play. Oh, they had to play Golden State oh. Warriors. Yeah, huh. <laughs> sorry, so. don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I, look, I already got predicted that the Warriors are going to come out of that. That's why I'm not paying attention to that Dawn series because, you know, the Nuggets. So t- this is what I said. I said the easiest pass through the playoffs is going to be through the Nuggets. And it's going to be through the Jazz. And we talked about the Jazz for you reasons. Said that. You said that. And Nuggets is because they don't have Jamal Murray. So you're basically, it's, it's a one-man army over there. Correct. So, yeah. I, look, Warriors... Matchup against Minnesota versus Warriors matchup against Grizzlies. I would say the Grizzlies will make it further only because the Grizzlies and 
the Warriors have history and they kind of know each other. And they both, so uh, the reason that Grizzlies has always been good is because they play to the Warriors' weaknesses, which is basically like length and interior presence. So they don't have no one to stop the interior paint uh, production. They ain't gonna have no one stop the offensive rebounds. They ain't gonna have no one stop any of that stuff. And you know, the you know they're not really a three-point shooting team, and they can always you know again lock up Steph Curry, get the ball out of his hands. I mean, Clay Thompson's back, obviously, but you know you just they can want, muck it up. Yeah, yeah, they can muck it up, and they got <clears throat> on-ball defenders between Cal Anderson. Desmond Bain, I forgot he's even on. Um, he's even there sometimes. And Dylan Brooks, they could just mix and match all day until you know, and, and just try to win the war of attrition by you know pounding in the paint and stuff. But uh, I, I would think the Grizzlies make it further based off of that. And I, I mean, Draymond Green can guard Cat because Cat doesn't necessarily need a tall player to to be a defender against him because he likes to play on the perimeter. And he likes to shoot. And he can guard cat at times. Huh? Belisa can guard cat at times because you're right. He stays in the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad too. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think cat can be compromised. After that, who's left is D'Lo and and Ant. And I mean, you can put, you know, you can you can you can use team defense on a lot of those rotations to kind of like, you know, make up for that. And then they're. Their secondary, with you know specifically with GP and Jordan Poole coming off the bench, would be enough to kind of just kind of get them over the edge. Uh, for in my opinion, get them over the edge for Minnesota. So that's the reason why I don't really think Minnesota's gonna make it past the second round if they do make it. But uh, they have a chance to make to knock off Memphis. They just need to do everything right, you know. So they got one, and you know you got if you get two, that's great. But if you, if you, if you split, get two, yeah. If you split, then I don't know. Like this, I, I still have strongly favored for the for the Grizzlies. If you split, then the road team did what they're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Exactly. And, we, and they did. They they got there. And they have. Yeah. yeah they they, they did have. Yeah. But but now you have to maintain it. I think a lot of that was adrenaline and just kind of like hype because they got in. Same thing for when Grizzlies took one from a. Uh, Last year against the the Jazz, they they took game one. Yeah. They lost all the other yeah. ones, <laughs> and yep. that's that's just cut off that hype because they had to go through the yeah. through the Warriors and the Lakers. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. They had to no, go through, the, through. They had to go uh, through. Was it Spurs? I forget who they go through first. Maybe the Spurs. But you they had to know go the Warriors were. Yeah, they had to go through two teams though, and that's yeah. and that's the thing. So. You know that, yeah. You you get hype going coming coming off the play-ins, going into the playoffs. So, um, so yeah, man. I, I think I think that's kind of the, the the apex for each team. I see. Yeah, I was curious because I, I I feel you on everything you said, especially with the Memphis side. Because I've seen the game in Memphis and Golden State. That would be an excited matchup. Yeah, I, I that would that. be. Because um, <laughs> normally we're susceptible to like good guards. We got CP. I mean. Uh, GP. You got GP, yeah. Now who can help out in 10, 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. And if Ja had a three, that's next. That's coming tough. next. That's coming next. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm looking at uh, 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 Giannis developing his three, hitting threes. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be scary, man. Next two, three years, that's hey. gonna be scary. Hey. 
hey, that's no pressure, Giannis. You know what I'm saying? He already got a win under his belt, like yeah. a chip. So now he's just out here having fun. Now he can just show up as many things <laughs> as he want. It don't matter because he got a chip and he got the finals MVP. Yeah. So, you know, when the pressure's off, you can just live free, man. So uh, that's that's that Giannis right there. So. Did he get the max contract? He got the max contract before the chip, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, he, 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 you know, he was a free it, agent. Yeah, he was a free agent and he resigned because they're yeah. talking about. I remember uh, Reg was mentioning that he wanted, that he thought that he should go somewhere else. I'm like, no, you got to stay. You have to stay in Milwaukee because, you know, that's who bought you in. You got the most love there, you know. And, once and they start, went all in for him. Yeah. And, and once you start yeah. moving around and jumping teams, then, yeah, you, you know. I don't know anyone who's a Kevin Durant fan who just isn't a fan. Like, like locally, it's always like, if you're a KD fan, you're a KD fan because either he's on your team at the mm-hmm. moment, or you know you just a, a follower of Kevin Durant as a as a loyal fan who mm-hmm. go anywhere. But um, yeah, like like Milwaukee. I mean, this is probably their best. I shouldn't say that because they have uh, they had uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so. One of their best yeah. <laughs> ever in to sport the Milwaukee Bucks uniform. Yeah. So. Nah, for real. Yeah. So, anything else, man? We can wrap this up. That's it, man. Long That's long Okay. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good, man. All right, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap this up, man. Hey, yo, we can go ahead and start off with Kev, man, for the sign-offs. Man, I know you got something. Why how you know I got something? I got nada for y'all. <laughs> you always got something, man. You man, know. tonight I'm just I'm just trying to watch this Warriors game that I missed, but it's okay. Um we in there. I know we're gonna win this series and take it somewhere else. But appreciate y'all rocking with us as usual. Like, comment, subscribe. I gotta say that stuff, you know, it's part of the gig. Please do it, it helps us. My boy Chris is gonna tell you why it helps us. So that, just just keep sticking with us. We're here every Tuesday. Yep, yep, yep. Grind House. Yep, yep. Grind House. Kurt Cella. Yo, speaking of our boy, Ekatakupo. Uh, so, did you know? I just did a phrase today. I gave y'all the damn. Uh, nah, I'll give you this one. I'm going to ask you another one. So, Ekatakupo has as many 40 point games in the finals as Curry, KD, and Kobe combined. You no, know, he just pretty much averaged 40 points in the finals last year. All right, so next question. <laughs> Who had hit me with a true or false on that one? I was in true or false. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I could have did that. I could have yeah, I I saved it. I could have saved it. Um, here's the one. Who has more finals MVPs than they do triple doubles? Kawhi Leonard. Damn. That's it. <laughs> Basketball trivia. Ready. Prime. He didn't take a breath. Hey, hey, I knew that that's so bad. You know. I, I be knowing stuff. I be knowing stuff. Good. But thanks for that, man. You know, someone someone in the in the world of YouTube or wherever, man, they don't know that. So yeah, I, somebody I, knows I, that. You know, I I'm sorry to bust your bump. I should have said uh Steph Curry or something. So, I mean there's only I gotta think. I, I don't know how many people won Finals MVP multiple times outside of like Jordan. Jordan, Shaq, Tim Duncan. Shaq won it. Shaq won it both times. I want to say. Oh, uh, three times. I LeBron James. Kobe didn't win one with them. 
not either way. Yeah, it's, yeah, Shaq had yeah. one. Yeah, and then yeah, LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, who else has won multiple times? That's, that's really the question. That's kind of li- yeah. It's you limited, short, yeah. yeah. You're really limited at that point. So yeah. So yeah, I I just knew Kawhi Leonard was out here. Um, he only shows up for the playoffs, man. Uh, yeah. Where where is he at? Where is he at? The playoffs, not play in. That's that's beneath him. Oh, I see, I see, I see. He didn't make it to yeah. the, he didn't make it to the playoffs. So what you trying to that's say? beneath him. The path to the playoffs. Is, okay, I guess. Hey, I understand. That's what, that's what they're saying, man. Kawhi was gonna be the first player to miss the whole regular season, and when it came up, like <laughs> you're putting in coach. Both number eight seeds are out the playoffs. Like this wouldn't have happened like three years ago. It's crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> both number eight seeds are out the playoffs. Wow. That when you think about that and the collapse of the Lakers, bro, like to be preseason title contenders, to not even make it a playoffs, considering the fact that you had an extra two slots to try to make it, that's bad. They got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is it. They were they were like ten, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a sad sight to see, man. So, condolences yeah, to LA fans. But you know what? Sometimes y'all need it because you know what? Y'all need to be humble. So, and uh, with that said, I'm going to just sit here and say thank you guys for joining, man. Let us know what you think about our comments, our, our opinions. And again, feel free to like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend on the podcast side. Hit the five stars, turn on the notification bell, on all that stuff, man, so you know when the drop comes through. And if you forget, man, it's on Tuesday because I mean, why not? So until next Tuesday, guys, deuces. Holla.